Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the V Auto Podcast. I'm Lance Helgeson with V Auto, and I'll be hosting today's discussion. Now, our topic today is one that I'm sure is on the mind of every dealer, and that's about acquiring used vehicles from customers. And my guest today is Micah Tindor, Senior Director with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. Micah spends his work hours helping dealers be more successful as they acquire inventory from customers. And I'm sure he'll be talking about that topic quite a bit at the upcoming NADA convention in Las Vegas. Micah, welcome to the program. Thanks, Lance. It's good to be with you. It's always good to chat with you and absolutely we'll be talking about it at NADA. It's an exciting topic right now. Indeed. But let's before we talk about NADA, let's let's look back. 2021. Yeah. I'd say that most dealers made an important pivot to acquire dealer cars directly from their customers. And I'm curious, how much of a priority uh, do you think this acquisition channel is going to be for dealers in the year ahead and why? That's a great question, Lance. And I think it's always best to start these sort of conversations with kind of the strategic positioning like you are. And I think all the data is pointing to the fact that we're going to see an escalation of focus in 2022 on consumer acquisitions. And I'd like to offer just a few data points to back that up. Sure. One is that everyone knows in 2021, we had problems with vehicle availability, but it also looks like it's going to continue well into 2022. And it starts from a couple different areas. One is just new car sales. And we only, historically, 2015 and 19, as everyone knows, we saw over 17, 17 million new cars sold. 2020 was only 14.6 million. 2021 was a little bit of a recovery to 15.1 million. But it means less cars are entering the eventual wholesale channels as they cycle back. Also, as everyone knows from the ship chip shortage, that impacted 2021. And it looks like it's not going to be clear in 2022 either. I mean, just yet on Monday, Toyota announced they're going to cut between 100 and 200,000 units from production globally. Auto forecast solutions predicting it could be two to three years until we get fully clear of the chip shortage. So I think there's still going to be a need for, to find vehicles from the consumer side. And then the other point I'd like to just touch on quickly is that off lease and the impact as you look at that lease cycle. In 2019, 30% roughly of all new vehicles released. 2020 is 27%. 2021 is 24%. So we're looking at that lease percentage penetration decline, which means on that three-year cycle, which we're going to hit the 2019 three-year cycle here this year, we're only looking at a max of 30% coming back. And then the last point is just around vehicle cost. Well, if, one, 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 if I may, that's a, a declining percentage on what amounts to really a declining number of cars too. So it's sort of like both pieces. That's a great point. And I hadn't really thought about that, but 2020 had 14.6 million vehicles and only 27%. So it, you do get that kind of double whammy, Lance. I think that's yeah. a really good, really good call out there. The other thing I think is interesting, if I put on my, my consumer hat, I'm looking to buy a car, is average transaction price. The January average transaction price, uh, as tracked by Cox Automotive, was, which is what is the consumer actually paying, not MSRP, was $46,604 as the average transaction price. Mm-hmm. As you think about price conscious shoppers and particularly younger shoppers who are becoming a larger percentage of the population, that generally means a younger shopper has less disposable income. So it is more important now for younger shoppers that they get maximum equity out of their vehicle as the as that uh, transaction price is going up. So as we look at 
high transaction prices and a lot of electric vehicles currently being at a high transaction price, it's going to increase the need for the dealerships to be able to present a digital virtual offer to a consumer to attract them on a replacement vehicle. And then very last thing is KBB ICO did a bunch of work last year around the consumer acquisition and what are the consumers looking for as part of the acquisition process. And one thing we learned is that consumers are aggressively price shopping offers right now. So if you stack all these things up together, inventory is constrained. Leases are going down. So off lease is going to be tough. Chip shortage is going to exist. Vehicle costs are high. So people need to maximize and they're price shopping to try to maximize their equity. It points to the fact that dealers are really going to need to focus on consumer acquisition in 2022 as a means to ensure they have full enough inventories to sell to their goals in the year. That's a lot. Wow. And I I appreciate the fact that it's all tied together, you know, so, but it ultimately does boil down to that dealer is going to have to be focused on those customer cars. And I guess from what you're seeing and maybe sensing about the road ahead, Micah, what are some of the opportunities that dealers can pursue here to do a better job than what they're already doing? That's a great question, Lance. And what we're seeing and working with dealers every day is that one of the biggest challenges is around absorbing the work requirements of acquiring consumer vehicles into the rest of the dealership. And what I mean by that is everyone at a dealership already has a full-time job. It's not like there are people sitting around doing nothing. We're selling cars, running the BDC, uh, desk and deals. But suddenly when you add in a consumer acquisition tool, in particular, if you're working with a large platform partner like Kelly Blue Instant Cash Offer, you might add 100, 200, 400 consumers into your funnel that you suddenly need to touch base with. And that can really strain the BDC and it can strain the sales staff. Having to call customers back, identify the vehicle correctly, identify damages correctly, that whole process of walking customers through the trading process. And that's really one of the areas that uh, Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer was built to solve and we're looking to solve and really excited to talk about some of what we have coming at NADA if people want to swing by the boost to try to help solve for what we consider the number one goal, buying a vehicle from a consumer. It's all well and good if you have 100 people walking the front door, but how many actually ink a deal? So it's all about how can you adjust to handle that influx of people so you can actually ink deals and book them into inventory. So are you, just to go back on a point you made there, Micah, when the dealers begin to say, raise their hand, basically, look, I'll get your car and go after it in earnest, it's almost like the hose gets turned on and, and there's too much to handle. Is that is that a, a, a fair assessment? That, that is, Lance. That's a, a much cleaner way of articulating it than I just did. <laughs> it, it does happen. They, they open that funnel. They have places on their website. They find a platform partner and say, send us opportunities. And now, next thing you know, there's too many opportunities to handle for some dealers. And we see some dealers telling us, I have to decide between should my staff spend time following up and selling a car or following up and buying a car? Because with my current staffing, I can't do both right now. Hmm. Okay. So you, you mentioned uh, NADA. Let's, let's touch on that. But I, but I want to connect um, what maybe is coming from, from Kelly Blue Book ICO at NADA and, and, and maybe that specific pain point we just talked about as it relates to managing this incoming lead flow and, and doing it in such a way that you're not leaving consumers on the vine and somebody else can pluck them. Yeah, we're, that's really what we're focused on this year at NADA. 
And there's three big elements that we're going to be bringing to the market that are specifically focused on helping the dealers through that process of mm -hmm. taking that large volume of consumers interested and turning them into deals at the end that you can book into inventory. And the first one that we're looking at is something that we're calling dealer boost and okay. Kelly Blue ICO dealer boost. It's all about ensuring that as those offers come in, the dealers can put extra money, can boost the offer value on vehicles that they have to have in inventory. As all dealers think about their inventory position, there are certain vehicles that they need to have and certain vehicles that know they're going to get good margins on. So dealer boost is going to provide the dealer the ability to add some dollars on top of the ICO offer value to make sure that the inventory they want ends up in their dealership. And, and if I may, that sounds to me like um, making your first offer your best offer. Is that what you're saying here and using that boost to do it for the stuff you know you really need? That, that's exactly right, Lance. And the reason we position it that way, first offer, the best offer, is because we know consumers are, are offer value shopping. Somewhere yeah. around 97% of consumers price shop before they visit a dealership. And that's one to three vehicle offers they have. So when they arrive, they have some ballpark idea of what their vehicle's worth. So we want to position the dealer so that when that funnel does come in, they can focus on really making sure that those vehicles they have to have in inventory, they put the max money they can put on it to get it into inventory in a position where they're good in their cost to market strategy, but also really incentivize the customer to transact with them. What are, what are a couple of the other things you guys are, are cooking up here? The second thing is something we're calling contact center for Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. And this one I'm excited about because of what we just described around the challenges and contact center for Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer is the idea that if a dealer raises their hand and says, Micah, I'm tapped out. I want to acquire consumer cars, but my staff don't have the, the bandwidth right now. It's the ability to turn on the capabilities that KBBICO has identified and mapped as the maximized return on these consumer conversations to turn it on instantly with a third party that KBBICO has approved and vetted. So we went out into the market, found a third party business development center who can follow the KBB script follow the process, the correct follow-ups, the correct timing that we have seen will maximize the number of consumers selling their cars to you. And you can go out and turn them on to, to fill that gap, to help get your staff up to speed or just leave it on. But either way, we're trying to solve for the idea that if that influx comes, what am I supposed to do, Michael? So we, we have that third party who's going to help them. And then the last thing we have- before, before, I'm sorry for interrupting, Micah, but, but let me ask a quick question on that yeah. second point. So is that a case of where if if I'm a dealer and I'm and I'm you know confident about my team handling some of these that that I can set that as as an overflow or is it more no I want I want to make sure I've got a consistent way I'm gonna it, it's all going here that can be set up either way that the dealer wants it set up okay what we really were looking for was let's find someone that can assist the dealer at whatever point and whatever scope they need. But we wanted that partner who we could validate, we could vet, and who's going to follow the processes that KBB ICO has seen over the years work and lead to consumers selling their cars to dealers. So the dealer gets to pick what volume lever they want, but we found the partner that can execute on it for them. Okay. And I interrupted. I'm sorry. What was your third uh, item? The third thing is something I'm really excited about as well. I shouldn't keep saying that, but if you think about, we're going to give you the opportunity to boost cars so it gets what you need in the door. If you can't handle it, there's a third party. There's a little space in the middle where we still need to help the dealer solve. 
And that's around when you do boost the car that you want, how do you ensure that your staff are the ones that reach out and contact the customer and get the deal done in a timely manner? So if we know consumers are price shopping, that means you're not the only one who's going to contact them. So we have the Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer VIN Solution CRM integration. And what this does is provide the consumer the ability to book an appointment from the offer that KBB generates. And we drive that right into VIN Solutions. And you can set it up on the back end to drive that right to a certain sales rep. So the moment the consumer hits, it can ping someone via text, via email, and they can get on that deal and make sure you have the first chance, first mover advantage, make sure you have the first chance to bring that customer in on that KBB ICO offer. That's interesting. And it reminds me of an experience I had not long ago uh, where I was helping my mother-in-law sell the father-in-law's uh, vehicle. And you know, all I was trying to do is just get a, get a number, you know, like what's this, what's this Buick work? And I was surprised at how fast uh, Carvana in particular got back to me. Um, you know, and I, I was just, this was just a, a first time, let's go get a number. But to your point, speed really, really matters. It does. And so often consumers are looking for that experience. Who makes me feel the most confident? So if you can be the first one to contact them and give them that confidence and peace of mind in your process and that you have a, a fair and equitable process with them, you really do have the best shot of, of closing that deal. Now, I, 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 let's go outside the dealership for just a minute here but before we wrap up, uh, Micah. And I guess you made a point earlier about how uh, there's there's more price shopping going on. So I guess, what is it from say a consumer marketing perspective, Kelly Blue Book might be doing to make sure that, that it's part of the mix or the consideration set of places that people go when they're looking for prices? That's a great question, Lance. If you look at Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, we have, the, the largest share of anybody in the market for customer eyeballs. And what I mean by that is if you have roughly 15 million vehicles are traded into a dealer per year, we have the highest percentage of, of people that are already coming to Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer because of that trusted Kelly Blue Book name. But we're not going to rest on our laurels because I'm greedy and I want the unfair share of the market. So mm -hmm. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is investing a good sum of money this year to go out and ensure that we have maximum consumer eyeballs and maximum footprint. So we just launched on Valentine's Day a new brand campaign. It's going to have national coverage. It's multi-channel. So you're looking at TV, digital TV, radio, streaming, social media, the whole gamut. And what we're really looking to do is increase overarching brand awareness and to, to really drive some of that loyalty. And it's particularly geared for the younger generation, those newer car buyers who haven't yet found a, a dealer partner that they want to trust. It might be their first buying experience, their first selling experience. And we're positioning that trusted brand of Kelly Blue Book in front of them to then take that, that brand trust that they build. I trust Kelly Blue Book. So now I trust Lance's dealership. And we're going to deliver that to the to the dealership with that inbuilt trust. Um, so we really think that as we see this program deploy across the market, we'll continue to build upon our leading brand position and e provide even more transaction ready consumers over into the dealers that are partnered up with us. Awesome. Uh, a, a closing question here, Micah, we want to be mindful of everyone's time that uh, we talked about the things that 
Kelly Blue Book is going to be, you know, showcasing at NADA. But but let's say that I'm a dealer. I, I I know I'm thinking I need some kind of technology or solution to help me in this effort to acquire more dealers, more vehicles from my customers. So if I'm that dealer, what would you recommend in, in terms of the type of partner I might consider to really help me optimize this opportunity? There are four buckets that you should look at when you're considering a technology partner. First is brand and brand presence. Back to that question that that we just talked about here. If consumers are out there price shopping, why should they pick the platform that you're talking to instead of one of the competitors? So you need to think about brand. Do they have a good enough brand presence? Are they trusted? And can they get the right pieces of the generational mix from millennials to um Gen Z across the board that you're going to need. Second, it's offer value. Consumers are price shopping one to three minimum vehicles, sometimes more. So does the platform that you're looking at have a good enough offer value for the consumer while still ensuring that it's good enough that you can still make money on it as a dealer? So it's that balanced offer value. Third is process. We talked about how hard it can be to add a new process into the dealership and go through that change management. So do they have the fully built out process? that you can just plug and play the full training staff, the scripts, the follow-up material that you can just plug and play. And then lastly is digital services. We're in a digital age. So what can that platform partner deliver to you so that you can use those tools, duplicate that trust that they've built in your own ecosystem, add it into your marketing. Do they have QR codes you can add in? Do they have many sites that you can stand up? Do they have CRM follow-up um, programs, templates, timelines, all of that. So it's around that digital marketing. So, it's that holistic. It's make sure they have the right brand, make sure it's a balanced offer value, make sure they have a process to help you in change management and make sure their digital services are robust enough for you to capitalize on this contract you're making with them. That's good guidance, Micah. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you taking time for this podcast and look forward to seeing you at NADA. Thanks, Lance. I appreciate the time and look forward to seeing you and everyone we're talking with out there. Excellent. And folks, my thanks to all of you for taking interest in this V-Auto podcast episode. Until next time, stay well.